Welcome to an LDS Guided Meditation and Mindful Reading, Companion to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Come Follow Me Studies. I am your host, Trisha Haney. This week's episode covers November 22nd through 28th, Doctrine and Covenants, Sections 135 and 136. He has sealed his mission and his works with his own blood. If you haven't already, please join me for my new podcast, Meditative Reading, the Book of Mormon. Let's begin by sitting or laying in a comfortable position in a quiet space. Close your eyes. Be mindful of your breathing. Be aware of the air as it enters and exits your body. Be conscious of the rise and fall of your chest as your breathing deepens. Recognize the air that surrounds you, the warmth or the coolness of it as it touches your skin. Observe your thoughts. This is your time to let go of the past and future worries for a time and to be in the present. If you find your thoughts wandering, gently bring them back to the present by focusing on your breathing. As we continue to relax our bodies, you may choose to incorporate movement by stretching or moving the body part before relaxing it, or you can choose to remain still. Soften your face, your eyebrows, eyes, cheeks, and jaw. Relax your neck and your shoulders. Let the tension flow down and out through your arms, wrists, hands, and fingers. Relax your core, your spine, chest, abdomen, and hips. Let the tension flow down and out through your legs, ankles, feet, and toes. Scan your body for any places that you still might be holding tension and release it. If you are sitting, straighten your spine, lift your chin and drop your shoulders. Continue to soften your body while your breathing deepens. 
Doctrine and Covenant, Section 135 Announcement of the Martyrdom of Joseph Smith the Prophet and his brother, Hiram Smith the Patriarch At Carthage, Illinois, June 27, 1844 This document was included at the end of the 1844 edition of the Doctrine and Covenants, which was nearly ready for publication when Joseph and Hiram Smith were murdered. To seal the testimony of this book and the Book of Mormon, we announce the martyrdom of Joseph Smith the Prophet and Hiram Smith the Patriarch. They were shot in Carthage Jail on the 27th of June, 1844, about 5 o'clock p.m., by an armed mob painted black of from 150 to 200 persons. Hiram was shot first and fell calmly, exclaiming, I am a dead man. Joseph leaped from the window and was shot dead in the attempt, exclaiming, O Lord my God. They were both shot after they were dead in a brutal manner, and both received four balls. John Taylor and Willard Richards, two of the twelve, were the only persons in the room at the time. The former was wounded in a savage manner with four balls, but has since recovered, and the latter, through the providence of God, escaped without even a hole in his robe. Joseph Smith, the prophet and seer of the Lord, has done more save Jesus alone for the salvation of men in this world than any other man that ever lived in it. In the short space of twenty years, he has brought forth the Book of Mormon, which he translated by the gift and power of God. He has been the means of publishing it on two continents, has sent the fullness of the everlasting gospel which it contained to the four quarters of the earth, has brought forth the revelations and commandments which compose this book of doctrine and covenants, and many other wise documents and instructions for the benefit of the children of men, gathered many thousands of Latter-day Saints, founded a great city, and left a fame and name that cannot be slain. He lived great, and he died great in the eyes of God and his people. And like most of the Lord's anointed in ancient times, he sealed his mission and his works with his own blood, and so has his brother Hiram. In life, they were not divided, and in death they were not separated. When Joseph went to Carthage to deliver himself up to the pretended requirements of the law, two or three days previous to his assassination, he said, I am going like a lamb to the slaughter, but I am calm as a summer's morning. I have a conscience void of offense towards God and towards all men. I shall die innocent, and it shall yet be said of me he was murdered in cold blood. The same morning, after Hiram had made ready to go, Shall it be said to slaughter? Yes, for so it was. He read the following paragraph, near the close of the twelfth chapter of Ether, in the Book of Mormon, and turned down the leaf upon it. And it came to pass that I prayed unto the Lord that he would give unto the Gentiles grace, that they might have charity, 
And it came to pass that the Lord said unto me, If they have not charity, it mattereth not unto thee. Thou hast been faithful, wherefore thy garments shall be made clean. And because thou hast seen thy weakness, thou shalt be made strong, even unto the sitting down in the place which I have prepared, in the mansions of my Father. And now I bid farewell unto the Gentiles, yea, and also unto my brethren whom I love, until we shall meet before the judgment seat of Christ, where all men shall know that my garments are not spotted with your blood. The testators are now dead, and their testament is in force. Hiram Smith was forty-four years old in February, 1844, and Joseph Smith was thirty-eight in December, 1843 and henceforth their names will be classed among the martyrs of religion. And the reader in every nation will be reminded that the Book of Mormon and this Book of Doctrine and Covenants of the Church cost the best blood of the 19th century to bring them forth for the salvation of a ruined world, and that if the fire can scathe a green tree for the glory of God, how easy it will burn up the dry trees to purify the vineyard of corruption. They lived for glory, they died for glory, and glory is their eternal reward. From age to age shall their names go down to posterity as gems for the sanctified. They were innocent of any crime, as they had often been proved before and were only confined in jail by the conspiracy of traitors and wicked men. And their innocent blood on the floor of Carthage jail is a broad seal affixed to Mormonism that cannot be rejected by any court on earth. And their innocent blood on the escutcheon of the state of Illinois, with the broken faith of the state as pledged by the governor, is a witness to truth of the everlasting gospel that all the world cannot impeach, and their innocent blood on the banner of liberty and on the Magna Carta of the United States is an ambassador for the religion of Jesus Christ that will touch the hearts of honest men among all nations, and their innocent blood with the innocent blood of all the martyrs under the altar that John saw will cry unto the Lord of hosts till he avenges that blood on the earth. Amen. Doctrine and Covenants, section 136, verses 1 through 27. The Word and Will of the Lord, given through President Brigham Young, at Winter Quarters, the Camp of Israel, Omaha Nation, on the west bank of the Missouri River, near Council Bluffs, Iowa. The Word and Will of the Lord concerning the Camp of Israel in their journeyings to the west. Let all the people of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and those who journey with them be organized into companies with a covenant and promise to keep all the commandments and statutes of the Lord our God. Let the companies be organized with captains of hundreds, captains of fifties, captains of tens, with a president and his two counselors at their head, 
under the direction of the Twelve Apostles. And this shall be our covenant, that we will walk in all the ordinances of the Lord. Let each company provide themselves with all the teams, wagons, provisions, clothing, and other necessities for the journey that they can. When the companies are organized, let them go to with their might, to prepare for those who are to tarry. Let each company with their captains and presidents decide how many can go next spring. Then choose out of a sufficient number of able-bodied and expert men to take teams, seeds, and farming utensils to go as pioneers to prepare for putting in spring crop. Let each company bear an equal portion according to the dividend of their property in taking the poor, the widows, the fatherless, and the families of those who have gone in the army, that cries of the widow and the fatherless come not up into the ears of the Lord against this people. Let each company prepare houses and fields for raising grain for those who are to remain behind this season. And this is the will of the Lord concerning his people. Let every man use all his influence and property to remove this people to the place where the Lord shall locate a stake of Zion. And if ye do this with a pure heart in all faithfulness, ye shall be blessed. You shall be blessed in your flocks and in your herds and in your fields and in your houses and in your families. Let my servant Ezra T. Benson and Erastus Snow organize a company. And let my servants Orson Pratt and Wilford Woodruff organize a company. Also, let my servants Amasa Lyman and George A. Smith organize a company, and appoint presidents and captains of hundreds and of fifties and of tens. And let my servants that have been appointed go and teach this, my will, to the saints, that they may be ready to go to a land of peace. Go thy way and do as I have told you, and fear not thine enemy, for they shall not have power to stop my work. Zion shall be redeemed in mine own due time. And if any man shall seek to build up himself, and seeketh not my counsel, he shall have no power, and his folly shall be made manifest. Seek ye, and keep all your pledges one with another, and covet not that which is thy brother's. Keep yourselves from evil to take the name of the Lord in vain, for I am the Lord your God, even the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob. I am he who will lead the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt, and my arm is stretched out in the last days to save my people Israel. Cease to contend one with another, cease to speak evil one of another, cease drunkenness, and let your words tend to edify one another. If thou borrowest of thy neighbor, thou shalt restore that which thou hast borrowed. And if thou canst not repay, then go straight away and tell thy neighbor, lest he condemn thee. If thou shalt find that which thy neighbor has lost, thou shalt make diligent search till thou hast delivered it to him again. Thou shalt be diligent in preserving what thou hast, that thou mayest be a wise steward. For it is the free gift of the Lord thy God, and thou art his steward.
Doctrine and Covenants, section 136, verses 28 through 42. If thou art merry, praise the Lord with singing, with music, with dancing, and with prayer of praise and thanksgiving. If thou art sorrowful, call on the Lord thy God with supplication, that your souls may be joyful. Fear not thine enemies, for they are in mine hands, and I will do my pleasure with them. My people must be tried in all things, that they may be prepared to receive the glory that I have for them, even the glory of Zion. And he that will not bear chastisement is not worthy of my kingdom. Let him that is ignorant learn wisdom by humbling himself and calling upon the Lord his God that his eyes may be opened that he may see, and his ears open that he may hear. For my spirit is sent forth into the world to enlighten the humble and contrite, and to the condemnation of the ungodly. Thy brethren have rejected you and your testimony, even the nation that has driven you out. And now cometh the day of their calamity, even the days of sorrow, like a woman that is taken in travail, and their sorrow shall be great unless they speedily repent, yea, very speedily. For they killed the prophets, and them that were sent unto them, and they have shed innocent blood, which crieth from the ground against them. Therefore marvel not at these things, for ye are not yet pure, ye cannot yet bear my glory. But ye shall behold it, if ye are faithful in keeping all my words that I have given you. From the days of Adam to Abraham, from Abraham to Moses, from Moses to Jesus and his apostles, and from Jesus and his apostles to Joseph Smith, whom I did call upon by mine angels, my ministering servants, and by mine own voice out of the heavens to bring forth my work which foundation he did lay, and was faithful, and I took him to myself. Many have marveled because of his death, but it was needful that he should seal his testimony with his blood, that he might be honored, and the wicked might be condemned. Have I not delivered you from your enemies, only in that I have left a witness of my name? Now therefore, hearken, O ye people of my church, and ye elders listen together, you have received my kingdom. Be diligent in keeping all my commandments, lest judgment come upon you, and your faith fail you, and your enemies triumph over you. So no more at present. Amen and Amen. It is now time for the self-guided part of today's mindful practice. Please take this time to pray and ponder about those spiritual things in your mind and heart. Use your breathing to remain in the present. Listen to and ponder those things that the Spirit quietly places into your prepared mind. The Spirit can show you great things when you take the time to listen.
Thank you for taking the time to join me today. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please email me at ldsguidedmeditation at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Stay positive, stay grateful, and take the time to be still and ponder as you walk side by side your loving Heavenly Father through this complex and beautiful life.